Welcome to the Be Ruthless Show, where we have the conversations that other people don't. The conversations that other people won't. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and I'm ready to make a lot of noise and disrupt things ruthlessly. Thanks for being here today. Now let's get to it. Welcome back to the Be Ruthless Show. I'm your host, Sam Ruth, and today I want to talk about everything going on in this world. People are struggling everywhere, and so much is going on, and we live in a world that looks for logic and reason and intellect rather than focusing on how people are feeling. And I just want to talk, take some time to talk about why that's backwards and why we absolutely have to focus on both. And I'm going to use Sean Mendez as an example, because on Friday he announced that he is, he canceled, I I believe three weeks of his tour. And he specifically said for his mental health and He has been actively touring, I think, since 15 years old. And so he's always been on the road. Musicians and people who travel get used to a certain lifestyle. But then we had a pandemic and all of those things were put on hold. And people are starting to go back to life as it was before. Right. And he talked about how it's so much more difficult for him right now that being on the road and away from friends and family, which has always been a struggle after having a couple of years at home with family, not traveling for whatever reason, it's been a struggle. And these are the conversations I'm having with my clients every single day. Why am I having a harder time now than I used to doing something? whatever it might be, something that I used to do regularly, like for for him touring. And we look for an explanation and logic and reason, and it doesn't matter. The bottom line is he also stated in in this article that he made this decision with his team, with professional help. So that's acknowledging that he gets help and that he values that input and that it is a priority to put himself and his mental health first. And that, thank you, Sean Mendez. Thank you, whoever is working with you for putting that out there. And thank you for making it public because people need to hear this. There doesn't have to be a horrible tragedy or a reason to take time off. We need to learn how to do things before there ends up being a crisis, right? So with my client, as an example, I just used being sick and having the flu, having a case of the violent flu, right? Sometimes we start to feel yucky before we have a fever and we're hanging over the toilet, getting sick and, you know, all of those things. And the goal with our emotions and with our well-being is to pay attention and recognize those things so we never get the violent flu so that we can avoid getting that run down and that sick and that overwhelmed. So there are three things I want everyone to think about. And that's the first. The first is that 
you you get clues every single day from your body, from whether it's an, an ache or a pain or an upset stomach or a headache. Our body tells us things. And how often do you try to rationalize that or hear someone saying, I don't feel great today. I didn't get a good night's sleep. So that must be why not getting a good night's sleep is also a clue. It's also important. So I just want to talk about things we can do to avoid hitting that wall, to avoid the major, major violent flu. And Sean Mendes was able to recognize, I'm not feeling right. This isn't feeling right. I'm going to take some time. And that is a beautiful, beautiful gift that we all need to give ourselves. I personally am Wednesday last week. I said to a friend, I'm like, I'm just feeling like I, my stomach is upset and I, and I feel dizzy. And since COVID, I don't know about you guys, but I don't get sick a lot. We're not exposed to germs anymore, right? So usually I will attribute it to my anxiety or to something I ate, right? And this time I was saying, you know what? Maybe it doesn't matter. I'm just not feeling 100% and I'm gonna take it easy. And then wouldn't you know, life happened and I had a tornado of one thing after another. First, it was a technology thing on Wednesday night. And Thursday, it was more tech stuff, some stuff with MailChimp and my newsletter and stuff that's no big deal, but for me is really, really overwhelming. And so two things in a row, and then something happened in my house with my whole neighborhood, there was Thursday night, uh, something with the power and the water. And it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. This I already had started to say I didn't feel great on Wednesday. And so these things just start snowballing, right? That's how it works. When it rains, it pours. And by Friday morning, I was just overwhelmed. And had to take care of everything at the house and had to take care of me and myself and the dogs. And I just told everyone, this is what's going on. I will probably be less available for the next few hours. And I just made the decision that life was telling me, the universe, the world, everything around me is telling me to just take it easy, just slow down. And of course, to me, Everyone has their own definition of slowing down. That never means not doing something with my girls, with the with the dogs and, and doing some sort of activity. So Saturday morning, because it's been 100 degrees here, and that's another thing. We're all dealing with weather, insane weather, and that affects us also. So I have been taking them early before it gets super hot, right? So I took them on an adventure and got home and felt so worn out. I am not kidding you. I slept for four hours. Now, if you know me, you know, I don't nap. I really do not nap. If I nap and my family, this goes back to always from childhood, it means I'm not okay. I'm sick. I'm run down. And so it was like validation almost. It was like my body, me, when I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I'm not crazy. I am run down. I do need to take a break and take it easy. So I just wanted to use these examples because 
it happens to all of us. And I'm sorry if you hear sassy chomping on ice cubes in the background. Like I said, it's been really warm here and she loves it and decided that now is a good time. Come here, Sass. Come here. Sorry about that, guys. Sassy and Dallas are always right here and they know when I talk about them. So I just wanted to talk about three things we all need to be better at. And the first is what I've already said, not waiting until you crash, not waiting until you're violently sick, paying attention to the little things around you and the clues from your body, yawning, not having a headache, not getting a good night's sleep. These things matter and you don't have to know why they're happening. You can just say, okay, this is happening. It's a clue to rest and take it easy. Even if that means rearranging. So I, I canceled my plans for Saturday evening. I was just beat and I didn't want to do anything. And Sunday, same thing. I just did stuff at, with the dogs and to rest and recover. And so I just want everyone to think of that. The second thing is, and I mentioned already, is I let people know for multiple reasons. First and foremost, because I might not respond in the same timely fashion that I do and I pride myself on and I want people to know why and that I will absolutely get back to them, but it might not be in the same quick fashion, but it will be the same day always, right? So I also tell people because it gives them information. Sam's going through it now might not be the best time to bring up. And this isn't with my clients. I'm talking about friends and family, but I will bring up work in a minute. I'm just telling people who are close and in my inner circle, but it also lets them know that, you know what? I can wait until tomorrow to ask for this favor or to tell this story. Sam's not hundred percent and people respect those boundaries and, and even take it a step further and say, can I do anything? Is there anything you need? Right? So it's for those two main reasons. And it also gives them the opportunity to know that they can always share with me when they're not okay. And when they're not a hundred percent, it's important to have people that we can be that authentic with and just say, I'm, I'm here. I'm, I'm with you, but I'm not at my best today. Just letting you know. And so I will bring work into this. Of course, I told my assistant everything that's going on because when I am overwhelmed with technology, I am, it is probably, it is the biggest stressor for me. And I don't think I communicate effectively. And so I might seem more short. I might seem frustrated. And it's, and I am not with you, not with my assistant, not with whoever I'm interacting with. But with technology and with the struggle that I'm going through, and it just wears me down. And why did I think it was important for her to know? In case I come across mean, <laughs> in case I seem annoyed, in case I'm communicating differently than I do every other day of the week. So I do think it's important that we tell the people that we interact with the most so that they know it's me, not you, <laughs> right? <laughs> like a breakup, like it, this truly is, I am going through something. Please don't take it personally if I'm not acting like myself. So that's the second thing. And you don't have to tell the world. You don't have to go on air and tell everyone, but the people who you're around the most, the people who are going to notice it or get the brunt of it or 
be the ones to add more stress if they don't have the information. These are the people that we want to let know. And then the third thing is go back to basics. I am not kidding. When I lost Jim the first year, I really, truly told people to treat me like an infant, not a child, an infant, because I honestly felt like I had to relearn everything. And so when I am not okay, I go back to the basics. I don't worry about my big tasks. I don't worry about things that take a lot of mental energy, right? It's like my brain is given medical rest. I'm taking a time out from difficult stuff. So I focus on the basics like staying hydrated and not even necessarily full meals, but nutrition, making sure I'm getting the things I need in my body so I can have a protein shake because I know I'm not going to have a full meal. There are ways to still take care of ourselves without overcomplicating it and, and making it more difficult. Now, of course, while taking it easy, there are things that I'll do and there are things that I don't even plan on doing that will come to me. I'll have so much more creativity because my mind isn't thinking about all the other stuff. So I'm not saying you are grounded and not allowed to do anything. I'm saying go back to basics and take the difficult stuff, put it on hold, take, you know, put it off until Monday or tomorrow or the next, you know, whatever looks right in your world and take some time to just take it easy. And that's not only physically, our brain and our emotions need this. And when I talked about it with my client, she was so relieved. She said, thank you so much for reminding her because there's a lot going on, right? It wasn't so long ago that we had the school shooting to end the year in Texas. And we're still hearing about shootings every day at a parade on the 4th of July. This is the world, the world, it feels unsafe. It's scary. And people living with struggle, living with trauma, living with grief, healing, and picking up the pieces and getting back with it, even if that's getting back to touring after life with no tours and your Sean Mendez, these things are more difficult than they used to be for everyone. And it's okay. And you're not alone. And the world is telling us to pay attention and to take it easy and to be safe, right? To be safe. And that means something different to each and every one of us. But knowing that we're in it together, when I'm not kidding, my client was like, Sam, thank you. I needed to hear this. I'm staying home this weekend. I'm taking it easy. And she didn't need my permission. We are not taught these things. So I just want you, if you're listening to know, we're starting out a new week. It's Monday. It's summer. People look like everything's happy and we're all just having fun. And that doesn't matter. We have casts and crutches for physical stuff. And I really, truly, I have been telling clients, it's like emotional bed rest. If you're a woman, it's like emotional pregnancy rest. We don't need to wait until there's a bigger physical problem. That's the last thing we want to happen. So I hope that this helps you or someone in your family and you can share it with anyone. And the message is simply 
It is okay to slow down. It is so important to take care of ourselves and to recognize that our bodies give us clues and that we have to take care of ourselves before we worry about all those to-do lists and things that need to get checked off. And even if it's fun things, even if we're out there having fun, just go, go, going, if we're not taking time to slow down and take care of the little things, it can bite us. It can come back and we can be run down in some way, shape, or form. So again, if you need a reminder, the three things were to listen to the clues. Don't wait until you are violently sick and run down. Let people in your world know so that they can be a part of the process and not add stress and just know that you might take some time off and be less available and go back to the basics. Put the hard stuff on the shelf. It will still be there and just take care of the little things, the simple things for you, watering the plants, walking the dogs, whatever is peaceful and requires energy, but lifts you up. Put the things on the shelf that require energy, but drain you and make you feel exhausted. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of this community. If I haven't shared this with you already, Relief from Grief is next week. There's still time to sign up and people are struggling. So share it in case someone in your world needs to know they're not alone and support is available. And the James Lincoln Ruth Foundation, Whole Lot of Love, is hosting a fundraiser here in Fort Collins in September. We are already accepting donations. The proceeds are going to be divided between a uh, an organization in Virginia that does so much work to help raise awareness for young adults, teens, and mental health. And I love that. You know how passionate I am about that. So some of the proceeds will go to that organization and the rest will go to the 2022 winner of the Jim Ruth Award. And what is that? Who is that for? If you know a young adult struggling that needs support, we use the funds for any and everything going to Central saved Jim's life really, really, truly getting out of his house and being able to experience college and joining his fraternity. So this is for young adults to be able to pursue their passion, whether that's funds for tuition or funds for music and the arts. It is just about being able to have those outlets and so you can donate now. You can nominate a young adult in need. Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. I'm accepting those applications and I'll be announcing the recipient, the winner on September 10th, which will be the day of the walk in, in Fort Collins. I would love to have you walk with me and help spread this message. The team name is the Be Ruthless Show, obviously in honor of this show. And so you can join me in person in Fort Collins if you're in Colorado and walk and wear a ruthless shirt and help spread the word. But you can also join us virtually. We would love to have people online walking with us, sporting ruthless apparel and spreading the message that mental health matters. And we are here to break stigmas and show people that accepting help is a strength and 
we are making noise and breaking stigmas together. So again, Sam at SamanthaRuth.com for information about any of that. Please reach out if you need anything between shows, between interacting with me. People are struggling. And that's the other thing we can do is reach out to supports that we have in our lives. So if you need anything, never, ever hesitate to ask. I will always respond. Sam at SamanthaRuth.com. Until next time, always be ruthless. Thanks so much for listening today. Your support means everything to me, truly. If this podcast resonates with you, please do me a favor and join in the Ruthless Movement by making some noise and doing one of these four things. Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Tell a friend so we can break stigmas even faster. Leave a review so people can see what you think of the show. And last, if you want to learn more about me and be a part of the Grief Hub community, please head on over to the Facebook group. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for spending your time with us and see you next week.